0: I did a post the other day on being invisible and and typically um, what I'm talking about in that particular uh, post was being invisible after the fact. Um, when, when you go through an abusive relationship and you just feel like no one really gets it. No one really understands. Uh, how you feel uh, when you're going through that. And you're just kind of, you kind of feel like a, a, a puppy or something <laughs> lost in this world for a little while just because everything that you knew, even though it was chaos, even though it was terrible, even though you're, you're still, your your normal has you know ceased to be. Now it actually is normal. Uh, before it wasn't normal. It, it became normal only because that's what you were used to. Um, but this part of the topic I want to do on invisible uh, part two, but I'm not going to be doing it on during uh, the or after the fact that you got out of the relationship. Um, I'm going to talk about what it feels like to be inside the relationship and feeling invisible. I had a couple people mention uh, that to me, uh, brought it to my attention about how they felt so invisible in the home with the individual okay um yeah you might experience um, love bombing in the marriage sometimes uh, especially after they did something wrong Uh, or you will look and see those people around you getting love bombed in order for people to think that they're such a great person (laughs) been there and you know a lot of you relate with me only because i'm i'm just out here with uh, a microphone and explaining what I went through and and that's how come you're able to relate. Um, You know, some of us have some pretty bad stories um, and some of you have some more mild stories. Uh, I I only wish the best for each and every person. I certainly don't think anybody's story is, um, you know, it is unique, uh, but but in one case, I was talking to a guy the other day, um, just, he, he Within minutes of talking to him, and I told him that I went through divorce and reason why I moved where I moved, and he said, let me guess, I can tell, you went through a narcissistic relationship. And I didn't even say one single thing. You know, we just pick up the vibes, if you will, from each other. Um, I, I don't know if, what other word to use. Um, we just kind of get a sense. Um, he was another... Uh, a Christian guy that uh, he said I don't even need to know anything else about you I know you're a good guy because narcissists pick good people and I don't know how I, I know that to be pretty accurate I'm not saying it's a hundred percent accurate and I'm not saying anything about myself but I'm saying something about you if you went through that the reason why they chose you is because you were good supply you were a person that cared that loved um, that they felt like they were able to use and abuse. And and so you're a good person. And so I just want to get that out of the way. But, but what does it feel like to be invisible inside the relationship? I can't explain it. It's a strange thing because you, I did a post one time called, he loves me, he loves me not. Um, of course I could have done a she loves me, she loves me not post, the same thing. Is one day you are the greatest, and the next you're the worst, or maybe within the same day or multiple times a day, you're the you're the uh, the worst and the best all at the same time. And I always said that, hey, just why don't you just like add those together? And I'm an okay guy. I'd rather be an okay guy all the time than the best and the worst. It was just so messed up. Anyway, I, I kind of laugh about it now, but when you're going through it, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. Uh, It's very painful because they're discarding you right there inside the relationship. We talk about discard, you know, when uh, you break up with someone and and they just like or they just drop you like, you know, uh, yesterday's McDonald's fries. I mean, you're worthless to them. They ghost you and and, and they're gone. And then you have the type that won't leave you alone, um, that will keep pursuing and pursuing and and, uh, keep trying to make the relationship um, happen only because according to their terms and that's what I had I had a time for a long time where she wouldn't leave me alone but everything was according to her terms and that's why it doesn't work with a narcissist because they they it, it, the whole thing is about them and it's not for the greater whole it's not for the greater part of the family it's not because things are right and wrong it's what is right for them so hear me loud and clear on that but when you feel invisible within the relationship, maybe you're not quite sure you're going through a toxic relationship or not, and you're just like, all of a sudden I'm a nobody to them. Like, I mean, you go home and and they just treat you like trash one day. Now, can can that happen and someone not be toxic? I, I guess like some people could have some inner struggles going on. I'm, I'm certain that we've all done that to people one time or another, or multiple times. But if this is if this is something that's a regular case where, you know. You're just nothing to them. I mean, the same person that uh, may have like went out of their way, did all kinds of crazy things for you. Now you're just a nobody. You're just nothing to them. Um, So when you're in the relationship and that happens and it happens back and forth, you're always in in some ways you're trying to either self-protect or you're trying to earn their favor. And when you do something that you score big and it made them happy, there's like this, um, you know, high sensation that happens, and you're happy that they're happy and everybody's happy until, well, they're not, and then, well, you're not, and that's kind of how this goes. And so it's kind of a, it's a roller coaster ride. Um, toxic relationships are roller coaster rides. They are not fun. They are very, very difficult. And if I were going to just encourage anybody out there uh that's gone through you're going through that right now or maybe you are continuing to connect with that person even though you might be away from that person do the best you can is is to get away do a uh, a clean cut and uh, if you have to only operate through apps that the court um appoints i think the wizard i think there's a a couple other apps that courts appoint it it has uh, monetary value you're going to have to pay for that but i can tell you this i didn't have to do that because i had 100 percent custody but i can say this it's worth it because you're protecting yourself they're going to be usually going to be very careful what they post because the courts will have full access to that okay and they're going to be a little more guarded typically um, and then it can be used as evidence and do not let them If they text you on your regular phone the text did not exist Um, i had to get to a point where i literally was not reading a text or an email she would send them she would send them in pages um, but i would not read them i would i would have somebody else read it and say is there information in there that i need to know and uh, because frankly uh, when we're caught in that cycle um, it is very difficult to break away but the cl- the quicker you break away, the quicker you heal. Do you hear me? The quicker you cut it off, the quicker you break it away, the quicker you heal. You can't keep re-injuring a wound and expect it to heal. It just doesn't happen. And uh, so they'll be the first ones to keep um, poking or kicking at the bruised shin. They'll just keep kicking in the same place so that you don't heal, that keeps you confused. That keeps you even dependent on them. Some of you are dealing with uh, levels of codependency. Um, I guess I, I could say that I was there. Or not I guess I was. I mean I was codependent on her uh, accepting me. Um, you know, in high school I, I suppose I didn't know her or anything, but you know she was cool and I was quiet. And I didn't. If people that are on my high school, if you're listening. Uh, some people on my Facebook you know that I was just a quiet kid I I was not a popular kid at all not at all and um, I, I uh, was considered very shy and so you take someone like me and you there it's a lot easier to abuse someone that is you know I don't I wasn't passive I can say for the most part I was not passive but i was accommodating to her craziness i was accommodating to her abuse um, at times i i uh, only tried to make her happy and i repeatedly tried to make her happy well when you feel invisible like for instance um we go on vacation and or we were on a mission trip and i'm not there she only wants to talk to everybody else but me i'm the one paying for the whole thing i'm the one that set up the whole thing i'm her husband yet i am Invisible, right in the middle of crowded people. Um, and had I done that, uh, boy, would I pay a price for that. Um, but she had no problem uh, with, you know, completely ignoring me um, and uh, not having anything to do with me. And that's painful. It's very, very painful. Um, I was not the priority. You will not be the priority in their life by any stretch of the imagination. And so you're going to feel like, you're worthless in your marriage. When when in reality or your relationship, in reality, what's gonna happen is that really what a person does, it's that's a safe person, is they're gonna build you up. They're going to encourage you. They're going to try to make you a better person. They're gonna help you become that better person. They're gonna help facilitate for you to be a better person. Um, I, I wish, I wish somehow. Um, you know, that I had some kind of an electronic meter that I could put in your house um, for a seven-day period, uh, like a radon test, and it's going to show the uh, particles in the air of toxicity, uh, <laughs> you know. But obviously, we don't have that. But I wish, because I couldn't, I could see it, I could feel it. I didn't know what was happening. And I've said it probably five times on my podcast until I heard a radio program about a woman giving her uh, example of going through uh, and they didn't even still never mention the word narcissism but a toxic relationship and how the person was and and belittled her and uh, made her uh, feel very unimportant you know that's why a lot of people get very suicidal during this time because you know the person that you love and the person that claims to love you Um, they have little regard for you they have little regard for your feelings your emotions your opinions Um, I remember very oh you know she tell everybody you know Joel's the leader of the house and and uh, I just make sure that you know ultimately he it makes all decisions and and I just want to you know stand behind him she says everything in public what is right (laughs) she said all the right things or you know like to be a supportive um you know spouse uh but in reality behind closed doors was a completely different story and in if you are living in a completely different story or some people live out there they're just they're they're crazy all the time and well you get it but it, i think it's more difficult for the people that uh live with a more of a covert narcissist um because they they come across to everybody else as great people if you're living just in an absolute jerk face you know um, around everybody no one's surprised when you end up leaving but when when they're a covert narcissist or a spiritual narcissist and you end up having to separate go your ways uh, file for divorce uh, then people are like why in the world they were one of the greatest people I've ever met if they, we're bad then what do you think you're going to get and i'm thinking you have no idea um you know i mean and and that that's why they they have a they do a great job at covering up their tracks uh because you gotta remember they're constantly loving bombing other people the 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 trickery that they used on you they use on everybody that they're around in order for um people to love them accept them because their emotions their self-esteem everything is very very weak see it comes across as very strong it comes across as very confident but the reason why they have to keep having people in supply and always telling them how beautiful they are how strong they are how smart they are because you're they they have somebody has to constantly feed that ego feed that um that lack of you know ability that they have within themselves they they are a lot of times they're constant thrill seekers you know adrenaline junkies and I'm not saying that a person's adrenaline junkie is a narcissistic person but I'm talking about within a relationship you know you always got to have a new high uh, ups and downs and like I said roller coaster is one of the best things that I can explain and and uh, I'll never forget um, you know when I talk to people that do understand and they're like yeah it's kind of like a roller coaster wouldn't you agree I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As it's up one minute, down the next. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you get that? Yeah, yeah. And 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 they begin to relate with me. And I'm like, I no longer have to sit there and try to process out in front of them because they get it. They get me. They know what I went through. Either they dealt with multiple people before, or maybe they went through a toxic relationship themselves. Either way, we can say this. They understand you. And I know I'm on the other end of a microphone, and for some of you, I might not be very far away, and some of you very, very far away. And when you listen to people that's already been through that, just know you have a, a friend on the other end that understands you. They, they we get you. I I, I, I um, even, you know, oftentimes when people tell me things, I, I, I pray for you quite often. And at times, I've sent some of you um, uh, prayers. You know, I've recorded it, sent it to you, and um, because I know what you're going through, I remember those dark days. I remember those days of confusion and chaos and feelings of like I could never do this again. I don't even I don't even care about anything and go through depression. But just remember, all of that is temporary as long as you only make it temporary uh, because ultimately you have a choice you have a choice to heal or you have a choice to um you know like for instance if you're outside in the mud and you're playing in the mud you have a choice to come inside take those clothes off take a shower get clean like you would never been playing in the mud um and it does take a process it takes work um and just like healing does it, it it takes taking off the old clothes of of um you know the the garments of uh, you know, sadness and the garments of, uh, shame, the garments of guilt and, um, and taking a, a shower, uh, with, r- uh, good words, uh, cleaning up with the soap of truth. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to bring this analogy in here. Um, but ultimately, uh, you get, uh, you know, either if you're a male or well, female, I guess too, clean shaven, whether it be the face or the legs and, and, um, and you know, you put some deodorant on, put some cologne perfume on, put some new clothes on, and you're like a new person again. Now, that can all happen in a day, but healing with this does not happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a week. It, it, it happens over the course of weeks and months and, and for some people even years um, depends on Uh, the person depends on your background depends on uh, a lot of things but it depends on whether you're willing to work on it or not you can take two people of exact same weight they're both 200 pounds uh, same body stature uh, same age uh, and they need to lose 50 pounds Uh, that was a lot but 50 pounds and and one ends up doing it while the other one um, is is down 10 pounds which is good but the other one gets down to the 150 pounds that they need to be Usually, what is the difference amount of work that they put into it? Um, And I just want to encourage you to put in lots of work and you'll get lots of results out of it Um, because you're, you're going to no longer, once you get out into the real world and the people that care for you, you're no longer going to be invisible to them. Uh, your needs your emotions your feelings your desires your opinions are no longer because you know we we all know it we're usually respected in the workplace or or um, or other places but right in a relationship and some of you have narcissistic you know bosses and things and you you know the abuse that you receive you you get literally you, you don't have a voice at the job but I'm here to tell you that there is hope um, there is uh, joy on the other end of things uh, as as I have uh, you know healed up the majority of the way I'm sure there's things in my life that that I'm still struggling with um, occasionally things will sneak up on me but I deal with them because I've learned to train my mind what are you thinking about right now Joel why are you sad what have you been thinking about have you been replaying things to your head have you do you have a little unforgiveness in your heart about something and so I began to really attack it um, just like you think about honeybees, when a, a foreign, uh, you know, uh, uh, insect or something tries to come in the hive, and 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 I try to train my brain like like little worker bees that go and sting and and uh, kill it and remove it, and uh, and then continue to um, you know go out and do uh, what is positive and uh, what is going to feed me, what is going to nourish my heart, my soul, my the, my spiritual needs. Uh, because you certainly don't get it from that person. So, you know what, can I just um, leave this with you? Is Don't expect it out of them. And when you expect it out of them and you want to call them to accountability, they don't care. They're not going to take ownership. They didn't before. They're never going to take ownership. So what you have to do is take ownership for your own life and uh, you have to get out, stay out, stay away, uh, continue to heal, uh, continue to, to um, not do self-protecting, but uh, self-care, self-loving. And part of that is, um, in the protection side of things, is, is not to be this overly uh, self-protective person, but being cautious about relationships you get in. Finding out what your brokenness was that you allowed that to happen. And uh, not saying that you are part of the problem, I'm not saying that abuse is 100% of their problem. So just to clarify that, but um, I think many of you I've I've seen through the few years, um, many of you have gotten healing and uh, you've even gotten remarried. And uh, it looks like some of you are very happy as a result. And so I applaud you for that very reason. I hope everybody's doing good. God bless you. Have a wonderful day until next time. And that's how we overcome evil with good.